and you Okay. boys and girls welcome back to surviving hollywood i'm johnny ray diaz i'm aaron arnold i'm austin arnold today we've got a special guest with us today I'm actress so to just introduce myself <laughs> whoa <laughs> go jump, ahead please. jumping in alex rose weissel i just saved him because my last name is really crappy i was about to mess it up <laughs> this guy was you up. would not you would have done it i believe in you but i was just saving you just in case he had flashcards i did did you <laughs> okay um, Alex, appreciate you being here. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Now, we know you because we worked with you on, on your show, um, but how would our audience know you? I mean, maybe the same show if you are a preteen. Please, go child. on. <laughs> I'm a they huge fan. On, you are, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. No, they worked on a Brat show with me called Hotel de Lune. And Brat is a network yeah, for the Brat, folks at home. Brat, for the folks at home, you can look on YouTube. Um, Brat's a network on YouTube. Huge following. They when I first following. heard that, I always thought of like the doll, like the Brats, the dolls. Right. That's what I, that was, I thought they had their own network for a second. I'm like, wow. That would be logical. I, I don't know. I'm, so I'm not 90s, properly. It's so <laughs> 90s. Are Brat dolls 90s? Or early 2000s? I think early, early we, 2000s. It has to be early 2000s because I was a kid in the 90s and I never had those. We never played with <laughs> They're them. They're timeless. There you go. Maybe that's what it is. Um, so yeah, on and the show is called Hotel de Lune on yes. Brad. You're a lead. Now we were just there for one day, but yeah, but it's yeah. episode four, That's the babysitter right. episode. Check it out. Uh oh. <laughs> um, and and what is the and Brat or what is Hotel de Lune for? Just a quick synopsis. Oh sure, it's a, a multi-camera sitcom uh, geared toward kids. In that's all takes place in a hotel, yep. and crazy adventures happen with these kids. Yeah, your your description is way better. Than <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what is the show about again? Austin, please oh tell us. Oh my gosh, us. it was a while since we filmed. It was almost a year ago that we filmed. Wow. That's all we remember. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, but you've been in, that's not the only thing you've done. You've been in I LA. Actually, I actually looked up her IMDb if I can just, these are a few of the- uh, Oh, the, rattle them off, please. The credits. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel see, too, yeah. Done a lot of Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. There's, a, there's a common theme here. So we have uh, Bikini Girl. Oh no! We have beautiful girl. Oh, oh, those are Jimmy Kimmel credits. Those have, are oh, old Navy Beach girl. These are Jimmy Kimmel. These are all Kimmel. Okay, uh, cute nerdy girl. That wasn't Jimmy <laughs> okay. Kimmel. Oh well, mm, close. Have you ever thought of um, challenging yourself as an actress and going for somebody not good looking? Uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's easier to play like against your type, right? So oh, I probably I would probably be more successful. I should probably. You gotta tell your agent, stop sending me for all these roles. I'm just kidding. Just, that's what I always say. I'm like, gosh, just stop submitting me. Just you guys please. submit me so much and I get so many auditions. I'm just, just, just please, too busy. Stop. Are you with Littman? Um, Haley? Because Johnny's with Littman. I'm with Littman, actually. With Haley? Yeah. Amazing. Well, I'm technically with Danita, but I know Haley. Okay, yeah. I actually, um, Toby, who is the main boy on Hotel de Lune, oh. Toby Gray. Red haired guy? No, no oh, the, the, the child. Yeah, not the not the adult. <laughs> he his mom. I met her on set, and I just lost my rep, and she became my manager, and she introduced me to Haley. Sweet. Whoa. Yeah. Awesome. All happened on Hotel Julian. Whoa, that's the wow. kind of questions that people have at home. They write us all the time saying, "How do you get an agent? How do you get an agent?" Well, I had really great, amazing representation, and I lost them all right before I booked Hotel Julian. Wow. So it was just good timing. Did they encourage you not to take Hotel de Lune? Because it's they didn't even really know I took it because they were out of my life at that point. You, I like it. You fired them. <laughs> I did not. I wish that was the case. Again, not quite that cool. Can you kind of tell us a little bit if you don't mind talking about it, like what may have happened? Because I know this happens oh, sure. with actors oh, no, no. Uh, here like, and there. So look, it's, it's like, like everything. I feel like 
um, representation is like dating too. Like it's, you know, there's always breakups, things happen and it was nice. Like we left on good terms. Sometimes you them. don't connect. Sometimes like, somebody gets pregnant. Yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't either of those things, but my manager, his mom was sick and he had to move to New York and he wasn't wow. doing, you know, he wasn't doing much, had other priorities. He, yeah. So exactly. he moved to New York, he kept some clients, but it wasn't going to work for me. Right. And uh, my agent, she went from Abrams to CAA. So she could not take me. Mm. And oh, she didn't. Okay. But that's okay. That's okay. I love her. I but still you, love her. You still, you know, keep in touch. You, you can still always submit you if there's a perfect project. That has happened. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That has happened. It's good to have that in like your, your, your wheelhouse, you know what I mean? Be able to do that. I'm not mad about it. No, not at all. She's a wonderful person. And I, I do want to get to present day, but just, you know, on this podcast, we like to hear the full story. Um, you're from San Diego. You said? Yeah. So we brought it up because these guys are drinking some beers that are from a pizza place they grew up going to. And we are Shout looking out. for sponsors. <laughs> Shout out to Pizza Port San Diego. <laughs> hey, we know you're listening. Delicious, by the way. So yeah, refreshing. <laughs> but how'd you, so how'd you give us the story? How'd you make Why your way they, oh, from um, there? How yeah, did it all start? I didn't really think I wanted to do acting. Um, I didn't love high school, like actually going to school. And I was doing like a lot of plays like outside of school and kind of like ditching high school. Um, yet I applied to like all these colleges and thought maybe I'd go for like journalism or writing or something. And then last minute I auditioned for a conservatory in Los Angeles and scrapped all my other plans and decided I would come up here. And wow. so I went for theater and I did theater for a little bit and quickly learned that that was not going to work for me, especially if I wanted to stay in California um, and started doing TV and film and really liked it. You did the theater is the conservatory. That's what you're saying? Yeah. And then I did some shows like locally and I you know, flew out to New York and auditioned for some things. And it, I'm five, nine. And especially at like 19, I look like I should be a really good dancer and I'm not. Oh. So it didn't really work on the whole Broadway route, but it's, it's fine. It wasn't meant to be. But it's, nice. it's that simple. You just said, oh, I think I'm just going to do TV and film. And all of a sudden, you just booked a bunch of TV and film. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> I've been here for 13 years. You guys. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> so doing the uh, the theater at the conservatory, do you think that actually helped you with the film and TV stuff? Or it actually was more detrimental? Um, no, I my favorite thing about doing that is it was a way to get to L.A. And I think L.A. is really scary to move to L.A. and not know anyone. And I think I was really lucky to go to L.A., and instantly be surrounded and meet a bunch of like like-minded people who are also yeah. the majority of them fresh out of high school. And if not, they were, you know, moving to LA and really wanted to get into the industry, whatever. Um, so I made a lot of friends and it made it really easy to kind of stay in LA and grind like after high school. And that was really helpful. Nice. Friends in this conservatory? Yeah, because it was like my college experience. So that's, you know, I met nice. a lot of new people and which conservatory? Or unless you know I went to that. AMDA for two years. For musical theater nice. it's in Hollywood. Yeah. Soprano? I have heard of it. <laughs> I am. Well, that's <laughs> nice. I thought so. I thought I'm so. gonna ask that question in years. <laughs> um, very cool. And you had to audition to get into that place, right? I did, yeah. How was that? If you remember, I know it was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. I'm old. Um, hey. no, but hey, hey. it's true. It's um, not true. Yeah, a little bit true. But I remember auditioning for it and then I grew up on like the movie Clueless, and my favorite thing about the movie Clueless is that it's a great in, movie. Paul Rudd. It's a great movie. Well, yeah. it's not Paul Rudd, but I do love Paul Rudd. My <laughs> favorite thing about the movie is that she like argues her way to get what she wants. Do you remember that? Like she argues her way to get an A in school. And, like, I've never I always, seen Clueless. Oh really? no! It's played on TBS all the time. Yeah, they played all the time. Well, now you now you have to watch because get I'm going to tell you a story about it. I do. I've seen you know the clips and stuff, but yeah. Okay, well, there's Clueless. part of it that like a lot of people 
don't recognize, I guess, that I really connected to about how she, to get straight A's in high school, she like negotiates with all of her teachers to get straight A's. Like she'll do extra credit or whatever. And I was like, oh, I like that theme. So I remember auditioning for you. I'm, oh, I'm so sorry. I just hit the mic. I'm sorry. Don't um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, when I auditioned, I like called, they like offered me a little scholarship and I remember calling them and being like, well, Chapman offered me this big of a scholarship. Wow. You and I like negotiated my way into going nice. to make it cheaper for my parents. Risky. Right? Yeah. Could be risky. Yeah. It worked. Nice. Wow. Highly recommend Clueless as a lifestyle choice for everyone. There it is. <laughs> wow. Were your parents really supportive of you doing this endeavor? Like how was that whole thing? Yeah. You know, someone asked me this question the other day. I'm actually on a dating app. How sad is that? But um, <laughs> Great, op- great like, opening line, bud. No, they were like, yeah, do your parents support your career? And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. That's strange, but I like, I want to answer it at Good the same egg. time. All right. All right. Yeah, it is a, kind of an egg. You were on uh, Sugar Daddies? Or- <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I should probably. That's probably a better investment in my time. Um, <laughs> no, but they asked like if my parents were supportive and I, my answer was like, oh yeah, no, my parents have always been really supportive, but I think both my parents and I thought by this time I would be further along than Mm. I am. I don't know, maybe people relate to that, like living in LA, but I think both of us like really strongly believed in like me and my career. And not that I haven't had like success or had fun things happen. You've had some great things. Well, thank you for saying a ton, but like I, you know, not enough to be maybe where I wanted to be at age 30, which is how old I am. Like I, you know, so I think that's, my parents are supportive, yes, but I think both of us feel it's all relative, That's like though, disappointment in the world. <laughs> because there's some people who are 30 who haven't done half the stuff that you've done. That's true. It's totally relative. Yeah. And you and that's the, that's the biggest thing with about acting or arts in general is there's nothing to compare to. It's not right. a career, you know, of like a doctor where you go from like residency to, you know, whatever. Yeah, there's, there's, no, no, there's no plan, there's no, no structure ladder, necessarily. Yeah. I always like to think that there's you're always like one audition away anyway. That's true. Well, like, it could change really, tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. You could yeah. book something, you could, your whole life could take off in a one different direction. One podcast away. That's it. <laughs> this is it. Tomorrow <laughs> This is the one, guys. This is the one. Um, wow. So, um, if, so for, I want to pivot a little and if you're a guy or girl, girl in LA and you want to meet people, what are the best dating apps? Oh, this is a terrible question. You brought it up. I did bring it up. I, so I was in a really long, really, I was like in a relationship for six years. So I missed, and that ended like two years ago. So I missed the entire, like the whole resurgence of of online dating. Like I missed all of like when Tinder came out, when Bumble came out, like I was in a relationship, didn't care about any of it. And now you have all of them. Well, I've, <laughs> I've, I've signed on a couple. They're not as good um, as they used to be. Well, I don't even know if what they used to be, so who knows? I went on one, and I lasted for an hour, and I saw two of my long-term exes on it, which is hilarious, and I screenshotted all their profiles on Bumble. Um, but then I got some weird like Facebook message from some guy that I like didn't even know, and he was like, oh, you sleeping on Bumble with like a screenshot <laughs> of my profile, and I was like... Oh, this is super creepy. <laughs> off I go. Yeah. So I got off it in an hour and I was like, well, that's not going to work. Um, by the way, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll forgive you this once, but you yeah, better watch okay. it. Yeah, <laughs> I am on like one dating app, but mm. we'll, well, uh, we'll keep that off the mics, you know. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a So where, very can, where LA can people app. find you on the dating app? <laughs> it's a very LA dating app. If you know what I mean, you will find me there. Um, okay. But it's not, it's not a great app. None of the apps are that great. I don't know. I don't know where you meet people. If I knew, I wouldn't be single. On on Bumble, <laughs> on Bumble though, the girl has to make the opening line. Is it? I don't know what it looks like for the guys, but it was terrifying on Bumble for me. I did not enjoy my hour that I was on it. My sixty minutes were full of terror. I've never used Bumble, but I, <laughs> people say that's a, 
like the new thing, right? You're, I don't know. you're single now. Why don't you? I, get on it? I'm not on anything, so I don't really. This isn't Johnny's don't. interview, buddy. Yeah, it's not about <laughs> it's me. A conversation. Right? I, I enjoy changing about me. the focus, though. So I'm like, hey. Yeah. Let's chip all everything back to you. I couldn't, uh, like, it's hard. Like, not, I'm not talking back about back in the day, but I think it's like hard to meet up with people on like Tinder and Bumble now. Like, nobody wants to meet up. Maybe like, it's me. I think it's just hard in the city in general, right? No, I would but say. It is hard. I think the hardest thing for me with online dating is it's really hard to know who you have a connection to. Like I don't, you can't tell from pictures and it almost feels like when you get on those apps, you're like people shopping, right, right. <laughs> which just feels gross and weird. And like if someone swiped on you, why did they swipe? It's not like something cute you said or your amazing personality. Like, and then you think you like somebody and then you're kind of into them. Then they tell you that they want to meet up with you. Then you're like, oh, I could probably do better. Let me. <laughs> okay. No, it is. It's like, and it is like super grass is always greener mentality. Like dating apps are not, I don't think they're helpful. Well, in my experience, it has not been helpful in my dating world, but yeah, maybe I'm, hey, same thing as acting. It could all change tomorrow. That's could all true. change tomorrow. One swipe away. <laughs> I'm one swipe away. Um, there you go. Very interesting. I want to, we're not going to, as much as, you know, this isn't a dating podcast as much <laughs> not as, at all, so let's switch but we're all deeply intrigued. That's right. so. I mean, this is LA life and you know, it's, it's yeah. part of it. It's, it's part, part of the process. Yeah. That's very true. Um, but so I think the question Austin wanted to ask was, uh, what was your favorite part about working with us on episode four sleepover? <laughs> well, I could say that my least favorite part is that we didn't really have any scenes together and that's like Ooh. super adjacent. Scene yeah, adjacent. We were scene adjacent. That's right. <laughs> I saw them on set, never behind the camera together. Yeah. So I didn't even really, I was like, wait, what, remind me of the episode that you guys were in. But that episode, I was, I wasn't even in my normal locale of the whole season. Right. And you guys were. That's right. Where I normally hang we, out. We filled in. Not, yeah, you were. So what was your character on the show? Can we talk about that yeah, a little bit? Yeah, she's like uh, the receptionist that kind of helps the kids. And she has a fun love triangle between two of the main not the kids. Not the <laughs> kids. It's not, no, Different she has a love show. triangle between the two male, younger male adults. We're all kind of like young adults, the three of us, yeah. Nice. And how did you guys fit into the episode? What was the situation we were the there? Disgruntled uh, hotel guests. We didn't even audition for the thing. We actually, um, Austin and I, you know Kelly Knox casting? Yeah, Kelly's awesome. Yeah, Kelly's awesome. awesome. <laughs> so um, that's the casting office that cast us. But we actually ad- auditioned uh, three weeks or a month before for a Kit Kat commercial. Yeah. They were casting twins for a Kit Kat commercial, but they were casting Hispanic twins. So we're already. Why didn't I get called in? We, <laughs> we're actually we're pretty oh. sure we weren't going to get it. As we're walking in, we're pretty free and outcome independent <laughs> as we're doing the. As we're walking in, Kelly asks, "Oh, you got so you guys are Latino or whatever?" <laughs> and, and Aaron's like, "Yeah, we're Latino, like Louis C.K.'s Latina." Except without the sexual problems, and that's when he was going through some stuff. And then like Kelly, <laughs> Kelly knocks, you know, laughed out loud, and then you know we we're just the Kelly was like, "Did you get the sides?" And we like legitimately we we didn't have the sides. Um, and so Kelly's like, well, here they are. And then we like stop the room. We're like, all right, we'll give us about 30, 45 seconds. We just need to review this so we can like do it well. Anyways, Kelly was very shocked just how, uh, I don't know. We were pretty funny and like different from everybody else because we didn't have the sides. So we didn't, we also, well, didn't... also you, I mean, you guys don't look crazy Latino. Not at all. Which, which, you. Is, yeah. which, which is, is why, why you got it. Which is why they didn't cast us. We didn't get it. Commercial. <laughs> like, but then he, but then he called us and saying, Hey, I got this other role, uh, two, um, angry customers on hotel de Lune. Mm. We were like, yeah, let's do it. I was gonna say Kelly mostly does. He does commercials mostly, right? He, he we does commercial, and he does it. He does a bunch I of brat as well. He, he just oh, got really? into the, uh, Academy or whatever for, Oh, for casting. And, then for him. He, and he did something that I just put myself on tape for some sort of drama, which is very unlike things I normally do. I saw you yelling and on your reel. You were doing. Oh, that, that I, I yelled once. And, and so <laughs> <laughs> great scene in the reel. And doing drugs. Once. 
So uh, <laughs> drugs let me ask you this: On Hotel de Lune, was this was that your first multicam? Because it was our first multicam. Uh, no, I've um, oh, you actually came I guess, and well, no, and I uh, started like the first on camera work. Some of the first on camera work I ever did was on a Disney show called So Random, which was almost uh, it was a spinoff of Sunny with a Chance, which was a Disney show like ten years ago, maybe. Um, yeah, and it was like almost like an SNL for kids, kind of like a sketch oh, show. For all, kids. That. all that. It was like a, oh, nice. a newer version of all that. But without Keenan. No, Keenan was too cool at that point. Yeah. yeah. It was the cast of Sunny with a Chance. I don't know. Probably. Uh, I know that book. I know that, uh, I mean, we've only done it once. Um, I know a lot of our audience hasn't even experienced multicam. So could you, what's How's the, it different from, and what do you prefer? Do you prefer multicam or single camera? I love multicam because I also, um, I don't know, I'm not like a very, I know like what 90% of the world is like procrastinating kind of people. I'm not a procrastinating person. Like I'm very type A. I like to, if I start something, I want to finish it. And I like like kind of getting, getting my stuff done. Um, and that's what multicam is. Like you just get it done faster and you can mm. do so much more in a day. And True. you know, you take your one take and you do it. And even when I self tape, I know like self tapes are so popular now. And I, prefer, I have friends. Yeah. yeah. But I have friends who will take hours yeah. on like a couple pages well it does take a process because you got to sometimes edit it together and you got to get this and yeah that. but i like it, a sometimes one take it takes and, like it takes i like a, while a one sometimes. take and clean it's like yeah. an audition i'm like no i can get it in one take and be clean let's do you're it you're like it was out of focus oh well let's send it in I'm like, That's it. That's <laughs> we're done get. camera we're was done. turned off uh, who cares if it's meant to be i'll book it <laughs> nice um but it's but i mean so the process it does go a lot faster mm -hmm. than that single cam um and um how is it? I mean, I guess it seems a lot better in a lot of different ways. It's less cinematic when you do multicam. It's yeah. like, you know, you're yeah. free to play to many cameras. I like that. I also, I, I don't know, maybe this is just my experience, but I feel like the set is always happier on a multicam <laughs> than a single cam. I don't know if there's like more stress or like because it's taking longer, everyone's like getting a yeah. little bit more perturbed, but right. I don't know. I've always had better experiences and more fun yeah. on multicam. Did, did um did the huge studio audience throw you off when you were doing Hotel de Lune? I noticed. Oh oh, the huge studio <laughs> audience. Every Friday we did in front of a. I'm just kidding. That's what we did on uh, Disney. That. Um, that sounds no, like I, it'd be fun. I wish. We, yeah, no, I've done studio audience before. Yeah. I, mean, I did uh, two and a half men as studio audience too. Yes. But um. With Ashton, not with Charlie. Yes, I did the Ashton. I did the final season. Uh, I bikini yeah. girl. Wasn't bikini girl? She had a name. Don't don't talk <laughs> her down like that. Hey. She was, she may have been wearing a bikini, but she had a name. Jane <laughs> bikini. <laughs> Duh. No, but uh, was it so say? studio audience? Oh, yeah. Hotel de Lune did not have a studio audience, but it did have a laugh track, which is fun. Um, but you've done a lot of improv, so you're you know you, you used to that. Thank you for talking about the improv. I love the improv. That's you've what you're known us. around. You've seen your show a few times. Don't lie to no. the people. Uh, <laughs> I've heard about it. You guys tour all, you're going to Alaska? Yeah, we're going soon? to Alaska. I'm on an all-female improv team named nice. Pumps. And you can follow us at Pumps Comedy. I'll pimp that before I'll pimp my own Instagram. Nice. Um, but we're, it's really fun. We've done it for years. We used to be at a theater called I.O. West, which is oh, yeah, they, clo they closed, closed down, right? down really yeah. sad. We used to do a weekly show there and host a cage match, which is super fun. And since wow. then, we just kind of tour and travel around and improv. Nice. And comedy sometimes is kind of like a guy's world. So we love like right. being an all-female like presence in that. A lot of times guys, I feel, are more attracted to, or like they just grow up being funnier. And like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, guys, wow. I'm separating I'm myself not, from not, this person. Not, 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 that, not that women can't be funny or aren't funny. It's just a lot of times like guys are... Well, it's, I think like, it's the perception of the comedy world. And it's been like famous, you know, there's been way more famous male comedians than yeah, female sure. comedians. I think so that's... 
a higher number of males are like originally went in for comedy and so oh totally just... and it's the same with like improv and classes right. especially when I was taking class maybe like I don't know eight years ago or so it was like a lot of dudes in the class yeah. maybe like a few girls well like, it could also be like a Hollywood thing I mean there's just there seems to be more opportunity obviously for men as opposed to women which is now changing but yeah. like I think that could also apply to the comedy world too it's just People look at it like, oh people no. People want ladies to be feminine and exactly like you know. Sure, they and look like at a funny no, girl, and it's like no. Up, like the stuff about like bikini girl or girl, hot girl, right. or, like those things don't really, you know, lend themselves to being funny that often. So I feel like as you know, women and actresses, and especially being here like in my late teens and early twenties, you're not really told like, hey, you know, with the way you look, you should take an improv class or a right. comedy class. Right. But that's super helpful and super fun. And totally. once we start so once we started doing that, I met some amazing women who were also kind of like in similar boats and going through the program at IO and we formed a team together and it's been super fun. And we're still doing it. Sweet. I have a question. Yeah. Um how do you get to tour? It's like Yeah, so I was gonna I have yeah, tons I gonna, of improv. Um, <laughs> lots of questions like a lot there. of we have friends who are in improv troops. Now they're not touring in different countries, let alone in California. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't say like we're going on tour like a band goes on tour, but we do. What's in your rider? To... <laughs> well, yeah. I need Perrier and LaCroix. Yellow uh, names. <laughs> so, but still the fact that you're doing it, you know? It's... Yeah, no, we just submit to a lot of festivals. And one of the, right now we're a team to of four improv girls. festivals? Improv festivals. Okay. And, com and comedy festivals. Okay. And right now we're a team of four girls and one of our girls, I want to say maybe two years ago, I can't believe it's not long ago, but she moved to New York. So it's a lot easier mm. for us instead of booking shows locally where there's just three of us to go say do a show in DC or to do a show in New York gotcha. or we're going to do a show in Alaska and then maybe we'll get all four of us. What, what's the uh, Sundance of improv festivals? Oh, there's a big one that I think it's actually going to be in LA this year, but it's called DCM that UCB DCM? puts on. Yeah, okay, Douglas cool. Marathon, where it's like 48 hours of straight improv. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. Uh, so what is a typical, like, how does it, the festival work? Like, is it obviously like a competition of sorts, or how does that whole no, thing go? No, they're actually, I don't think we've ever done an improv competition. Okay. Although I think, no, there have been things where there's like best of fest awards or stuff like that. But Got you. normally it's just a bunch of shows on a weekend with teams from everywhere around the country. So everyone was just doing different types of shows and like yeah, you're and playing with the have, audience well we or... have a forum where we do kind of like engage the audience a little bit okay we kind of speed date someone in the beginning and then do long form about it nice yeah well what's the uh you know what's the shout out you get from the audience the most like oh doctor's office you're in an office <laughs> well that, but yeah. the, uh, the improv joke is that people always say pineapple oh when really you ask for yeah i don't know oh, why really? i don't know but you, yeah, <laughs> you guys don't do a ton of improv you don't know that but um no, we don't actually get an audience suggestion. We ask someone for someone in the audience, a guy or girl who wants to date all of us that are on stage at the same time. And then we speed date them. Oh, and cool. based gotcha. on the answers, we do improv. We yeah. can do that right here. We could do that. Just solo improv. It works really well. <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> Perfect. Just say pineapple to every question. Just let it go, dude. <laughs> um, I'll enjoy pineapples. That's it. Every question. <laughs> cool. So then, so then the, with the touring, like, how does that just kind of factor into all of this? Like, how did you, okay, so first of all, you started doing improv when you moved here right away, or? No, I didn't do improv. Um, I only took kind of level one at I.O. because okay. I was told by someone that I would get more commercial auditions 
if I had like an improv theater on my resume, which I think they a lot of that. actors are told. Yeah. I mean, just put it on there. Who cares? Nobody yeah, knows like, if you take it. I mean, how, that is the truth. I mean, nobody knows. Is that how you got the uh, sexy smoked sausage? <laughs> okay. Oh, are you talking about Carl's Jr.? That's not how I got that. It doesn't have to do with improv. But I did actually start working on Kimmel from improv. One nice. of my teachers at I.O. was a writer on Kimmel. And that's how I started oh, cool. working on Sweet. Kimmel, which was a really cool. Now, is yeah. Guillermo um, playing a character or is that really him? It kind Feels of seems like, it's like him. that's him. Yeah, like I, think him. He, yeah. I think that's him. Isn't he? Doesn't he have a cool story too? His story is like he was like working in the ballet or something. Yeah, he was like Jimmy like saw him yeah. and was like, "Hey, come on over here." Felt so sorry he, for him. I don't know. <laughs> or like just like was like, "You're a cool character. Come on my show." And then ever since. And that's it. I'm hoping he'll do that with me someday. You gotta, you gotta start working the door. Taking out his trash. <laughs> Adam, Adam Carolla was also wishing that would happen with him. Guillermo <laughs> <laughs> got Adam Carolla. <laughs> Gosh darn it. So, um, then, so then off of that, eventually you got into the improv and then the touring, you said you would submit to festivals. Yeah, we submit to festivals. Sometimes we'll get asked. Um, okay. We just did a festival in Tucson that was all female. So they asked us to come and headline I'm that. I'm so sorry you cool. had to go to Tucson. How was the yeah, audience We that? like Tucson. We think it's fun. The audience there is, it's one of my favorite improv theaters that's not in LA. Is um, I think it's called Tucson Improv Movement, TIM. It's awesome. TMI? I mean, oh. is the audience mostly female or is it mostly male? Or no, that mix? was a really mixed audience. There's a cool, the coolest thing about performing in places that aren't LA is that a majority of the audience aren't other improvisers or actors. Right. right. So They're not jaded. At, no, like even yeah. at festivals, like we did a show in Chicago, we interviewed the guy and we're so used to the, you know, whoever we interview being like, oh, I'm like an editor or I'm an actor or I'm a waiter, or, you know? And this yeah. guy was like a plumber. Yeah. Like he was a career plumber. And it was, <laughs> nice. we were like blown away. We we're like, oh my God, he's a plumber as a career. And, like, and, this is and you were like, ironically a plumber? Or <laughs> he's like, he's like, really, I'm a plumber. Like, wow, real job. That's awesome. That's cool though. That's really cool. No, I'm, I'm from Arizona. That's why it's like uh, Tucson. Uh, oh, I enjoy Tucson. Yeah, it has a yeah. good Pacific Beach, San Diego reference vibe. All right. All right fair enough. From what I'm hearing, how you got the agent, how you got on Kimmel, it's all who you know in this town. It's like you were recommended. Sheer tenacity is what I heard. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> both, actually. Uh, no, you know, I don't know if it's who you know. I've gotten agents and reps by just submitting stuff, too. It's, right. I think it's all timing. It's like auditions, too. Everything is kind of, you got to get a little lucky. Like, you have to keep putting yourself out there, obviously. But right. some of it is just kind of timing. But hopefully they're looking for someone like you or you fit what they're wanting. Where? True. <laughs> Speaking of what they're wanting, uh, we uh, some of our audience knew you were coming today. Oh, and, uh, are they Hotel Deloon fans? Oh, I don't know. I think they're we'll all... We'll find out, won't we? We'll find out. I'm and, pretty excited about this piece of paper that's being pulled out of a pocket. We, we have three questions. It's been there for four days. It hasn't moved. All these were gotten off of Reddit, and they're not all specifically to you. Some are just acting questions in general, but oh. if, if you'll indulge us... I've never been on Reddit, so I'm excited. Okay, cool. Um, and... Um, <laughs> That's our whole audience is Reddit. That's exactly for now. We'd now love, tonight I'll go on Reddit. We'd there you go. To, we'd love to claim them as our audience. <laughs> yeah. I actually exactly. just said, hey, we're having a, a, a female actress um, on the pod. If you have any questions tailored toward that, we'd love to get them. And I hope they thought I was someone really cool. You <laughs> like, are really cool. What do you no, mean? But like, like Meryl really Streep. Cool. Yeah, like, like, oh, they're getting Meryl Streep. And if you have a question at home and if you want to hit us up, feel free to reach out on Gmail, on YouTube, on Twitter, all at Surviving Hollywood Podcast. Which is a great name. First question. Thank great. you. Uh, told you. How would you. I was wrong, clearly. How would you describe the women's movement today in terms of booking work? Uh, in mid-2019, my daughter wants to get into acting, and I'm just not sure. Mm. 
I think it's the best time ever. It's Let me deep. take this one now. <laughs> As a woman, you probably yeah. should. <laughs> probably spooked from the Weinstein stuff and everything. I understand that, but I, I mean, and I don't in any way describe, like that's so serious and terrible things that have happened to a lot of women in the industry. I'm very fortunate that I never dealt with that. And so I feel like I can't speak on that level, but I also think it's kind of a time to be recognized as a woman and it's a great time to come to Hollywood because more people are open to hearing your ideas or hear, reading your scripts or they even have quotas to like hire more women. True. Things, That's what I thought, yeah. Which, hey, I get it. That came out of something awful that happened to make this happen. But but it's good now. It's good. It's getting, to well, let, it's getting better at least. Well, yeah. yeah. Kind of let the pendulum swing a little bit and right. even out. And I know that happens with diversity and ethnicity too and that's important to get... Diversity, whether it is. <laughs> we'll the rest wait. of us are white. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. If anybody's casting, by the way. So, uh, this guy. so is chauvinism? Is it almost gone? Have you ever dealt with it ever? Or how no, do? You... I mean, look, I don't think chauvinism is ever going to be gone oh. or dead. And there's always, and there's, but that's always, that's always going to be there. I think it's like a pipe dream to think it won't be. But I think now is the time to recognize. Just as an individual, no matter who you are or how you define yourself or identify, that you can have strength in that. And there's strength in identifying with who you are and writing from the basis of what you know. So if you are a female, writing a good female character or being able to portray a good female character, mm -hmm. that's something you have that other people don't have. True. I mean, so, if yeah. anything, right now is the time, I would say. Yeah, I think Compared so too. to five years ago or 10 years if ago, you have like a son, now is the moment. If you have a son, he should probably stay at home. <laughs> no, I... I Look, it's if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, and no matter sure. what, no matter who you are, or what you portray, yeah. or what you play, I mean, there's there really is kind of a place for everyone, and I think it's not. I don't know if the timing is right, and you're the right person, and that's what's meant to be. It'll happen, no matter yeah. who you are, what gender. And there's a lot of like are. more opportunity with streaming platforms, like all these different avenues now. Like, I think that's a lot a of really yeah, that's too, really true too. You know? Because look, maybe I wouldn't have gotten a series regular role on a sitcom on the Disney Channel today, whereas I could have on Brat, which is a YouTube channel, which is, you know, it's a little more accessible. So I think True. there is like more accessible right. avenues to get into the industry too. Or just give up that too. Hey. I mean, that's if there's something you'd rather do, then exactly. go do that. <laughs> so speaking on that, because you were talking about how you're a fan of some stand-up comedians, Theo Vaughn, yes. others. Is there a future where Louis C.K can make a comeback or is it gone forever? Good what, question. What, what's your take as a female? Cause we're all, you know, male and a fan of comedy and a fan of comedy. Yeah. Cause there is a spectrum between Weinstein and Louis CK. You know, they're, you know, I, well, I have very strong feelings on, no, but on this too, because I think there, there's a big difference between people who are sexually abusing people and people who say things that are offensive. Both are wrong. Both are terrible, but you can't look at them through the same, they can't have the same punishment. Cause that's, that's then you're downplaying people that were abused, which is not okay. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like people learn from their mistakes. Prisoners get out of prison, and <laughs> things. True. That's I true. Think things, Mur murderers get out of prison. So people can learn I and think. come back. But I think it, it, we still have to be respectful. There's a way to, you know, have notoriety and be famous, and it's a different world that we're living in today. And people are sensitive, and it's important to be sensitive. I think in. Even like doing a podcast like this, like even with what we're saying now, it's important to be sensitive about, you know, the words you say and how you're representing not only yourself, but actors or people in Hollywood. And it's important. 
I was a little unclear, so... So you think he's going to be a good... Well, I don't know. I honestly... I feel like I can't answer that. I don't know. I don't know enough about the situation. I don't know enough about him. I don't... I don't know enough to speak... We try to get her on the record. (laughs) Knowledgeably about that situation. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think... I like what you're saying. The important thing is that we keep talking about it, and we we figure it out. There's some sort of road to redemption, and we have to recognize that there's different levels of badness. That's basically what you're saying, right? Well, yeah. I think that's super true. Like, you can't... You can't... I don't know. Nobody's perfect. Everybody Nobody's perfect. Mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, but some there are mistakes that are unforgivable, and there are mistakes that people can learn from. And then Louis C.K. He always asked his victims if he, "Hey, can you give me permission to jerk off in front of you?" Sometimes Sarah Silver. Oh, that's him. what this. Okay, that's, I, that's I, I need a little yeah. reminder of what the story was. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now I remember. Yeah. <laughs> now she's like, I'm totally cool with it. Oh, just kidding. He, just he, kidding. Didn't, rape, he didn't rape a guy. Yeah. Right? yeah I mean. Sarah, yeah. Sarah Silverman said that. Oh yeah, sometimes I let it happen. Sometimes I yeah. said not today, Louis. Didn't she see like kind of laugh it off? I guess or was that. I don't remember exactly. I don't. Know. Don't it's quote so me. Hard. I don't. It's know. so don't hard know. because and it, and it's hard because it's. I don't know. Like even with politics, like we're ne- we never know the full story. Sarah right. Silverman so said it to... wasn't always hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Right. But we, well, we never know the full story, and that's what, I think that's what's hard too. Like with politics right. or any of these things, like we are, we're all regurgitating someone else's opinion that we heard, totally. and we never get to truly fr- formulate our own opinion on these situations. So I find it really hard to talk about things like this or anything you know political or social issues when I feel like I don't get served it on like a blank platter, like I'm getting served someone's opinion. So it's hard not to, you know, to formulate your own opinion when information comes to you that way. For sure. Very true. Um, I, I promise you that, que- that question's the most polarizing. So we got, we got <laughs> past it. We got past it. <laughs> I think um, you answered it beautifully. So <laughs> Next is uh, Trump. Is that no, what this one's uh, perfect. Um, Even better. I'm ready. <laughs> this question is pretty long, but I think it's worth it. I am an actor in LA oh, and I have a relationship with my co-star, Ooh. a secret relationship. We've been, we've been seeing each other for a few months and it has continued into the show's summer hiatus. She's really special to me and I do not see this as just a fling. Here's the problem. I'm 36 and she's 19 and I'm friends with her father. <laughs> Who's the executive producer? No, no, I, 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 I don't think I don't think he knows. Um, we we start taping for next season soon. What should I do? Is this your question? How long have been Not thirty six. A uh, few months. But he it's says it's all been legal. It's all been legal. He says it's. He says that he does not see it as a fling. So his question is, what does he do? Is that the question? He's, they start taping in a few months. What is? What would you do? I guess I don't know. I, I well, tell this guy to tread lightly. <laughs> Don't talk to her father about it. No, uh, I would definitely not do well, that. Well, okay, maybe I should share like a little personal story, I guess. That I, when I was in high school, I dated a guy who was older in college. And this guy, I remember being so embarrassed in high school, but he came to my house. What was the age difference? And sat, we were... Well, he was in college. It wasn't that huge well, of a gap, you can right? be 15 like, in high school. That's well, true. yeah, I was 15. Oh, okay. And he, I want to say, was 18 or 19. Um, He came to my house and sat down with my parents on the couch and like asked them if it was okay to date me. And I remember like as a 15 year old, I've never been so embarrassed. I was like mortified. I was like, mm. oh my God, oh my God, my parents are like gonna think I'm so weird. Like I, what is happening? I would have told them no, go to college. Well, I've yeah. also like never like, dated a guy before. Like at that age, I like never had any experience. I was like, oh my God. This well, is he didn't want to go to jail. I mean, you know. That's logical that's now. That makes sense. Yeah. But I, no, but like, he did that. And I my parents I, like had a, they had like a good conversation. We did, and I dated him. Like yeah. it was nothing 
weird or bad. How'd you meet him? Like, to me, it sounds like that guy could be weird because there's so many girls in college and now he's going to Well, he was, like, in the community college. We were doing community theater together. Uh, so, we were kind of, so like, we knew a lot of the same people. We know the type. Yeah, okay. you guys have heard this. <laughs> you guys know those guys? Um, but it was, it's kind of like this scenario. Like, we were in the same group of people, the same little theater family that these guys, you know, this situation, they're in the same film family or TV family. So, we knew each other that way and you get to know someone really well. And you I hit think, it off. But I think it was appropriate for him to go and ask my parents because I was underage. Now this girl's not underage. She is an adult. She just made it. (laughs) She just just made it. When you told your story at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is not right. But then you told your story and I'm like, well, this is better than, you know, the situation you just, I I said, said, go for it, buddy. Yeah. You made it sound like I might be okay. Well, I think, I think depending on the situation, it might be okay. I mean, like everyone matures at different ages. I don't know, you know, what their relationship is. And as long as it's healthy and they're both treating each other with kindness yeah. and respect. It doesn't and... sound healthy, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it because she's over 18. So really she could do whatever she wants to. I would, I'd look at it more from the perspective of like, it's such a huge age gap that like, they're not going to probably have as much in common with a 19 year old. If you're 36, like I feel like your life is on two different spectrums at that point. Let's now I don't know these people he personally. Just wants to fuck a hot 19 year old. Whoa. Let's just say. Well, he said it's not a fling, dude. Whoa. He said it's not a fling. Yeah, because it's uh, something that happens every week. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Somebody clearly has gone through you're some bitter. stuff. Dude. I'm not bitter. I'm just calling it for what it is. This like, is I'm, your question, isn't it? I'm on the it? side of the 19 year old naive female. <laughs> okay. I don't. Know, but look, I, you got to give the girls more credit too, though. Like I, I feel like this girl, look, she's on a show. Her dad's been in the business. I'm sh- I'm sure she's aware. I want to give her a little more credit that she's making a choice too. And if she's well, making a conscious choice to be with him, then I would hope that she wants to and she doesn't feel forced or yeah. pressured to do something she doesn't want to do. And as long as they're both consenting happily in a relationship together, I don't see anything wrong with that. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. I just look at it more from the perspective of like, if I was 36, I'd be like, it just to me, it, would, like, it wouldn't match up. Like I'd be like, well, the things that we're into is not the same, and it's like eventually it's just gonna get weird. She turns twenty one. What is she gonna want to do? Probably go out and have fun and like. You never know though. I don't know. I feel I like know. you can't judge. I'm not. We I'm not married. Know. I'm not. We love judging. <laughs> well, this is why we. This is why we need your perspective. Yeah. Actually, and full disclosure, when I was eighteen, I dated a fifteen year old, but we were all in high school. Statutory. That wow. is technically it. I just submitted to. What would you do? It was the same, but we... I mean, <laughs> okay. we what was her name? What record, was their name? For the record, for his sake and mine, we never did anything that would be considered... Okay. Yeah, because I was very innocent growing up. There you do go. You, do you tell the dad, though, if you're this the guy, the 36-year-old man, do you tell the dad that you're friends with? Oh, just so awkward. I mean, that is really <laughs> awkward, but I think eventually if you... If, if you want to spend time with him. Well, if he really yeah. wants to have a serious relationship with her and, and she's has a relationship with her parents, they got to know That's at one true. point. Like, So it's going to happen. I, don't, I think if, he, look, if he's serious about dating her, yeah, the conversation has to come up with the parents because totally. it can't go any further at some point. I agree. I like it. Yeah. Sage that's advice. My, that's my, t- my sage. <laughs> 30-year-old advice for the 36-year-old. Also, if you're over six foot and it doesn't work out with the 19-year-old, hit me up. There you go. <laughs> and uh, we have one more question. I almost didn't. Well, I wanted to ask a couple questions. Exactly. One more from the audience. And Oh, and then back to. Then we ask that current event question. Back to the ladies. Don't like exactly. That. Um, and I almost didn't want to ask this because it kind of has a negative. Let's not be negative. Let's okay. be positive, but, buddy. But I am. No, you, know what, you know what? Maybe we should skip it. No, we're going to say. Wait, I'm, I'm, now I have be, to know. <laughs> because, because this is part of your world. Again, I asked for specific, specific questions <laughs> involving you. Uh, this person says. I worked, uh, I work on a kid show. 
some of the best experiences of my life. Why are all these in your handwriting, by the way? Because <laughs> I copied them from Reddit. <laughs> uh, and uh, the kids are awesome. So I work on a TV show, great experiences, and the kids are awesome. But there is this one kid that's very annoying. <laughs> he's, he's one of the leads, so I can't say anything. And he isn't mean and he isn't rude, but he's just annoying. How do you, how do you deal with that? What, what do you do? Well, I, first of all, I have to say that one of my, which I thanked my lucky stars every day because on Hotel de Lune, we filmed like three episodes a week, which is like insanity. It's like soap opera sitcom. Right. Uh, and the two main kids, Haley and Toby, were not annoying. They were wonderful. And it was like the most shocking, wonderful surprise that like if I was playing with them and we play like little silly improv games and stuff in between takes. They were fun and funny. I I don't know. I'm so lucky. So they seemed chill. They seemed really chill. No, they were really chill. They were like amazing comparatively to, and there wasn't like a lot of space on that set either. So it right. wasn't like I had a lot of private space to myself. But they were so respectful, and maybe because they were so busy too filming. But I'm um, unfortunately. I don't super relate to this question because I have never... Oh, I keep hitting the mic. Well, we shouldn't have put that right in front of your... Yeah, we, right we, in front of my hand. We, my yeah, yeah. Just a lot of times people hit him on the side. We should, put him on the, we should have put it on the side. We shouldn't have him here at all because it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But um, no, I just... Unfortunately, I can't relate to that. And I had the most lovely experience with two of the most amazing child actors I've ever met. So I was super lucky. Well, I'd love to take the, the question then if... Uh... What you would do with an annoying child? <laughs> yeah. Well, was it specifically a kid or just an annoying person? It was just one it's annoying, one annoying kid. <laughs> Listen, the only way, buddy, that you're ever going to succeed in this town is if you just let it all brush off your shoulder, these annoying people, these uh, skeevy, you know, just, okay. just people. Uh, you just got to be positive. Be like, yeah, buddy, I'm on your side. And then you're, you're going to work with them fake? again. Fake? You would be fake? No, you just brush it off your shoulder. Wait, but this is, so my dad, like, always says this quote that, like, totally relates to that that I love, where he says, like, be like a duck, because ducks have that oil on their back and the water just like falls off their back. So you gotta be like a duck and just let things fall off your back. So that's oh. good advice for that question. I like that, yeah. Dad. Yeah, yeah. It's, a be, good, it's a good dadism. That'd be yeah. good on a t-shirt. Now you make your own clothing line, right? Just be like a duck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be <laughs> like a duck. I did, I did. <laughs> that was like a good leave. I'm just gonna ignore that whole topic. Uh, I remember that. Well, cause it's not, it's not prevalent anymore. That's from oh, okay. IMDB like 10 yeah. years ago. But uh, anyways, there you okay. go. Be like a duck. So, okay. Yeah, I think that answered your question, buddy. Uh, I hope it did. I, I apologize that you're working with an annoying child, and they're all annoying. Just get used to it. Mine was amazing. Mine were amazing. So, write us back and let us know if we helped. Actually, they're gonna be like, "No, you didn't. Uh, you made me feel worse." Not at all. Send her a DM, and then she'll let. <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> Just DM me. Just make sure you tag us on that. Oh. No, only that 36-year-old hot actor. There you go. There it is. There you go. <laughs> Hey, uh, before we get into uh, just the, you know, at the, at the end of the podcast, I like to ask like current event questions, kind of just like a lightning round. Yeah, oh, yeah. this is going to be terrible because I'm like really bad at keeping up with current events, but I will try my hardest. But before that, I did want to <laughs> know if you have an awesome either Ben Schwartz story or an awesome Ashton Kutcher story. Ooh. um, Probably Ben. I just saw Ben Schwartz. This is so embarrassing. I'm sure he won't watch it, so it doesn't matter. But I just saw He's him watching. at, and definitely listening. <laughs> Um, I just saw him at a going away party for a friend of mine and her boyfriend that are moving to Atlanta. And he definitely didn't know who I was. And that <laughs> sucked. I also, this is also a relevant story kind of, but I also matched with someone on a dating app who I had worked on. Um, another, similar, another similar actor. Show. Yeah. Actor. Um, and I knew that I knew him. 
He did not yeah, know yeah. that we were, and but it wasn't like we worked on the same. Like, it wasn't even like you guys worked on the show that I was on. We weren't didn't run the scenes together. I had scenes with him, like oh, yeah, all my scenes and multiple scenes, like three scenes talking to him. He's like, "How'd you know I was in the show?" And you're like, uh, "Well, at one point I was like, hey, you know, it's I on your reel, buddy. I'm like, on your reel. I know you." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "You do from what?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, we worked together this thing." And he was like, "Oh yeah," and then I never heard from him again. And so then he was ghosted. Like, oh, 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 awkward. <laughs> wow. Cool. I think that would have been a great. That would have been yeah, been perfect. I thought it wasn't that weird, but he obviously did. So, anyway, blocked. That's my. That's not really that a wasn't bench story. story. <laughs> but I really, yeah. I really twisted it. So did he pretend like he knew you or not? Or he just completely was just like. No, I, I. It wasn't even like I went up to say hi. Like he okay. was, you know, in a conversation with someone else, and I was like, oh well, I don't think he'd recognize me if I did say hi. So I'm just gonna let it go. But he also does amazing improv. He does um, a two-person improv, which. I end up doing a lot of two-person on pumps because usually there's just two of us that I'll play. Um, and his two-person is really phenomenal, which is also not a great Ben Schwartz story, but I'll just pimp out his improv team too. He's good. I've seen him in uh, Middle Bitch. Middle Ditch. That's, oh. what, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, mm-hmm. I've so seen good. that. Really good. So good. Really good. Um, and who else did you ask about? Ashton Kutcher? Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I have a great story about him. I do remember like just Two and a Half Men being so impressed with John Cryer. They I'm were they sure were impressed with him. I was impressed. Oh, you with were. Him. Impressed I've never with him. in he my seems life. Like a cool dude. He's super with it when it comes to just like. That's it. Like I've never seen someone so prepared. Like even rehearsals or run throughs. Really? Like every time he would just nail it. Like hmm. he never missed a line. He never missed a beat. He was like wow. the most. I've never seen a more professional, cool actor. Just the way he like takes the beats on the <clears> show, <throat> and you can just tell he's like super funny. Yeah, yeah. but like every time, like there's yeah. not even a learning curve. Like he just nails it from the get go. Yeah. I just thought he was really. cool. He has been doing it for like eight years or whatever. Yeah, so. he's well, a yeah, long time but on I the just, show. I don't know. When you see someone like that, you're like, oh yeah, man, true. you're cool. Right. <laughs> like, total total pro. Yeah. yeah. Makes your job easier too. Well, it makes everyone's job easier. Yeah. I just so it's so except, cool to see that. Except for Charlie Sheen. Hey. Just made him look bad. <laughs> <laughs> Very okay, cool. cool. So uh, let's get to some. Uh, so yeah, this podcast is not just a podcast among friends about the industry. Oh. I, know, I know we fooled you, but it's also <laughs> <I'm> a, <strict. laughs> a product of its time. This is 2019, and we already asked like some kind of 2019 type questions. Yeah. But we'll just go through a, like a speed round. You can say I'll give you topics, and you can say as much or as little on these topics as you'd like. Yep. Every everyone, the answer's gonna be pass. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, let's start easy. What's your favorite TV show? Oh, um, I love Game of Thrones, and it's coming back. Me too. Never seen it. Who's gonna be the? What? Who's I don't know. <gasps> it, 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 there's no Mexican guys. Is it? Whoa. Well, there's. Is there? Yeah, there is. Pedro no, there Pascal. Is. Yeah. Yeah. And he's great. Come on. I the the story of how he got that role is crazy. I don't know that story. What is it? Is that he was actually he coaches other actors, and there was an actor that he works with that was auditioning for that Stop. role, and he was coaching them for it, and he was saying that like when he read the sides, he's like, I'm perfect for this. Like <laughs> I'm so perfect for this role. Like I want to do it. And so he actually finished coaching the actor and he didn't want to step on toes. So he actually reached out to the actor and was like, hey, I feel like I'm a really good fit for this. Like, would you be cool if I actually try to audition for this as well? And the other actor was like, yeah, it's totally fine. Huge mistake. Yeah, that was a big mistake. I don't remember exactly how I was able to get an audition for it. He, he talked about it, but he sent in a tape and he got it. Oh, he's so good in it wow. too. There it is. So good. That's like some of my favorite episodes. Who will be the final winner of thr- of the throne? Oh, I don't know. I did um, meet Jamie Lannister in real life Tuesday night, and I was very excited. His character is really good. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's really good. He's so good. So, Everyone on that show is so good. That's but, why I love it. So but go, you called it Jamie Lannister. You go to all the Hollywood sleep. parties with all the Hollywood celebs. Oh, I'm just really popular, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Was that a question, dude? No. Next question. <laughs> no, it's rhetorical. Okay. Your thoughts on Bitcoin? Pass. I know nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Completely know nothing. I just know um, when I was in other countries, some other countries took it. Cool. Nice. That's all nice. I know. All right. Well, that's something. Your thoughts on build the wall? Uh, pointless. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> the uh, uh, new Aladdin movie. Are you looking forward to it? Oh, I'm I'm a classic Disney lover. So like the new Aladdin and the new Dumbo don't really do not it for me. Not feeling it. Yeah, I'm not. And even in the new Lion King, like I'll see whoa, them. Whoa, whoa, I know, I know. I'm I, that's blasphemy. A big, that is blasphemy. But I love the original Lion King. It's <laughs> like one of my favorite Disney so movies. So it's hard to it's hard to see it any other way. But do you think um, Will Smith will be rapping? Never had a friend like me. I can only hope. <laughs> Because, he, I mean, I'm look, dreaming. you can't compare to uh, Robin, Williams. Robin Williams, so he's got to do something different because there's no, you can't. Hopefully he does make it his own. He's got to do apples yeah. to oranges. Like, you can't do right. apples to apples with that. True. You want to ask any of these other questions? Just Why, are they, like, borderline <laughs> not appropriate? Yeah, they're all appropriate. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you already covered all the good ones. Right, just pick one last one. Johnny, no, you, you can just pick one, dude. What is this? No, nah, we're good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> I actually had a, I had another question, kind of backtracking a lot, but uh, with uh, with acting on multicam versus like a single cam, mm -hmm. do you feel like the acting changes? Like, do you feel what you do is different? You have oh, to calibrate 100%. to it. Hundred percent. Okay. So, 100%. what's the typical process for that? Um, I find doing multicam a lot easier coming from theater and improv and things that are bigger right. and you can be bigger, especially on a kids show. Right. That's so different than something. You have to entertain almost. Does yeah. it feel that way? Um, yeah, or just, it's it's still grounded, but it's just way, you can go way further where you can't do that. You're silly if you do that on right. a single cam. Right. So that, I like that. Okay. That, to me, I have more fun, and that comes easier to me. So that's that's the preference then, pretty much. For me, yeah. yeah. But I also just haven't done as much single cam. So okay. I've oh. liked it when I've done it. Just haven't done as much. Johnny's the king of single I was, cam. I was curious. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's, Only single cam every day. <laughs> I, I've, I've never done multicam, so I he gets not hopefully for a one day throws it in the trash. I know, right? I, know. I just had an audition for Young and the Restless yesterday, and it was uh, not a multi. I it was uh, it was interesting. That's not multi. I thought that was multi. No, it is multi, it? but it's uh, a different multi. It's yeah, like, it's yeah, very it's not over dramatic, yeah. and it's like right. yeah. I, I the, they always say the secret to that is anytime you're auditioning for that is pretend like you have a secret. That's I've heard that too. I've heard that's the secret when like, you take headshots. Is you just pretend you have a little dirty little secret. I was like, I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but but tell us. Well, I don't know. I don't know what it is. That's why I don't know. Did you secret. book it? No, I mean I just auditioned for it yesterday. So I don't. don't I don't think okay. I'm. Gonna, I don't think I'm gonna get it. I, the well, guy actually really liked me. I could tell. Shout out to Greg. <laughs> uh, oh, I know Greg. So, really? What? Do you? Yeah. He was a really nice. He was a really nice guy. But uh, it just, I did it. So, I was so surprised how many times he wanted me to do it. Like I did it like I think five or six times. But that so that to me is like one of my favorite things about being an actor though. Like I feel much more gratified if I go in the room and I do it a couple times. I'm like, oh, yeah. they like me. Even if you do it once, they're like, oh, that was perfect, great job, thank you. I'm like, mm, didn't book that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess it's because I'm not used to that. Because usually I feel like it is like a one and done. You just go in there, you do, it, and you're just like, thank you. Yeah, I'm like, and you're just like great. Cool. I'm so glad I drove all the way out here. Yeah, but it was it was interesting because he gave me like very. He's like, oh, that was really good. But he's like, how about on this line you do this, and on this line try this. And I was like, okay. And then like we would do it, and he's like, oh, that was really good. And how about trying to do this? And I was just like, this is different because it I usually would, I wouldn't write yourself off. You, you know might have I mean? you might have booked that or get uh, a callback for that. I don't know. We'll that see. Pretty what, promising. what was the role? It was a guy. You were young or restless? 
both. Uh, it was a it was a guy that had recently got out of prison, but he was super reformed, and so like now he was trying. Are to you re- allowed to say this? I'm just, I'm only saying like, the couple times that I've auditioned for some soap. Sometimes there's like freak out a, little, a little NDA on the door, so I just don't want to get you in trouble. Didn't sign anything, okay. so I think it's I think it's free game. All right, uh, all right. Yeah, basically the character was out of jail and now trying to reintegrate back into society. But he was super eager, super earnest, not hardened about life. And now he was with this guy who was coaching him, getting ready for a job interview. That's basically what the role oh, that's was. A, that's a nice storyline. Yeah, that's a that nice kind of cool. But then I found out that like the guy was actually doing it because, thanks to Greg, uh, he was doing it because he was kind of like trying to hook up with some girl or something. And so he's trying okay, to impress okay. her by doing this. So he's a little uh, slimy. That's the secret. That's See? the dirty secret. That's He's a little bit secret. of a slime ball. There was he slimy or just in love? Sounds, the way you described it, he uh, sounded a little skeezy, but maybe he was just a romantic at heart. Don't know. I've never seen the show. <laughs> That's part of the problem. Please, you guys don't do that thing. I had a girlfriend tell me the other day, too, that like anytime you audition for something, you're supposed to watch at least three episodes to get the tone of the show. I you definitely watch I've seen tone. clips and stuff. But I get. I totally get it. Yeah. I, if my, you've seen one soap opera, you've seen you, them all. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's it's, why I didn't book it. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom used to watch like General Hospital like, oh, religi- so like religiously. Ingrained so like I remember stuff, as yeah. a kid like seeing that on TV, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it, but okay. You will. If I, it pays your bills, you'll I love that. We'll absolutely get it. Greg, please call me. <laughs> please, oh, please. Done being desperate. Very cool. Well, uh, on that note of desperation, that's exactly. where I would like. on, on that note to end on, Alex, appreciate you coming in today. Yeah. I love it. We'd love if you would just plug all your stuff. Yes. Now's oh my gosh, let me plug everything. First and most important. Um, no, I'll give you mine first. You can follow me. Uh, it's Alex Rose 720. Don't have my last name because it's weird. Um, and then you can follow Pumps, which is improv, which is Pumps Comedy, at Pumps Comedy on all platforms. And, and when you nice. do, either way, comment below saying that you saw her on Surviving Hollywood. So she You knows. should. Yeah, oh. no, actually. She knows our reach. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know their reach. I just follow them. So yeah. you should follow them, too. Nice. Oh, there it is. I like it. Where can they find us? That's how we ended. Uh, you can find us at Surviving Hollywood Podcast on all social media fronts or Gmail, and they know how to find us. Yeah. Any last things? On you, Bumble. Any you last? Can find them on Bumble. Exactly. <laughs> it's a group, it's a group Bumble. Again. One day. One day. Any last things? Any shows coming up? We can catch you at or something? Uh, no, we're just going to Alaska with Pumps, which is super fun. We have a huge um, following in Alaska, so great. Good. All their all their followers in Juno are going to come to our show, <laughs> and we can't wait. Uh, you can also, if you guys want to watch Hotel Daloon and check out the episode, yes, that, yes. What seventy five percent of this table are in? That's right. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Do it. I was a PA on it. <laughs> Oh, so 100%. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway, uh, thank you again for for coming here. And uh, we appreciate it a lot. Guys, anything else? Any last final words? That's it. This was a pleasure. It was a pleasure, y'all. All All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We will see you next time. (laughs) Outro music. Crispy, dude.